As longtime lovers of bourbon and all types of whiskey, we know how hard it can be to find unique bourbon at traditional retail stores. That's why we're proud to announce our partnership with BourbonOutfitter.com. The good people at Bourbon Outfitter have years of experience and specialize in providing an array of special barrel picks and other whiskeys that you are sure to love. Best of all, everything at BourbonOutfitter.com can be shipped right to your door. So avoid the hassle and head on over to BourbonOutfitter.com today. Enter code THEMASHUP to receive a special discount on your next order. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for the best bourbon conversation you're going to hear all week long. And, like, you know he's like the head head guy of, like, UPS, right? Who is? That dude. It is? Yeah. I That's why that. it's a carrier pigeon. Like, they deliver things. I had no idea. I'm teasing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me anything right now. And I'll just... Welcome, everyone, to episode 114 of The Mashup, the best bourbon conversation you're going to hear all week long. We're your hosts, Kenny, Anthony, and Steven. Hello, good sirs. Good <laughs> evening. How are you all? <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming. I tried so hard not to laugh <laughs> right from the beginning, but hey, I'm here. How are you guys? <laughs> oh, this, Anthony. It's been a while, but uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm laughing with this manic laugh tonight because I'm actually kind of sad inside. Why? Mom. Oh, too much mirror well, time today. What'd you say? Too much what? Mirror time. Mirror time. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. I see my gray creeping up on me and I'm like, oh, you know, hey. Oh. Oh. What? No, for real. You know, so, Kenny says the same thing. What's that? Oh, about gray. gray yeah. He's got some gray. That's why I shave it off. The bald is beautiful, baby. <laughs> I love it. No, no, you're looking good over there. Um, so I went through two recent losses, and I'm not trying to get heavy here after all my laughing and stuff, but I'm talking about the loss of glassware. Mm-hmm. Okay. What in the world are you doing to it? <laughs> yeah. So. Did you leave it at the park? No. <laughs> Yeah, I took my Glen Karen with me when I took my kids you took it for to the a park. Walk. Yeah, and I left it on the jungle gym. No, oh. <laughs> no, none of that. But um, what I'm thinking about is the fact that you know, as bourbon drinkers, we accumulate a lot of glassware, right? You mm-hmm. know, we like our Glen Karens. You got logo Glen Karens. Mm-hmm. You've talked in previous episodes about how every time you're going somewhere now, you're buying a Glen yeah. Karen. Be nice if we had a matchup Glen Karen. I know, I know. I tried to work on that. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you got to work on that, don't I? We got to get ourselves some glassware. So I was on vacation, and this really annoyed me. So I got to go through this whole story here. You know why I'm going to go through it? Because my sister in law is involved here, and she's actually a listener to our podcast, right? Is she the singing sister in law? This is the singing sister in law who supports our podcast. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, on vacation, my brothers don't drink a whole bunch of bourbon, but I always take a bunch of bourbon hoping they're going to drink it and they might like try a little bit. And so this time I did a different tact. I took like a bunch of samples, like two ounce samples, and I took like house bourbon. So I'm like, that's a good way to go. That way, I can figure it out. But I also took a logoed Glen Karen glass and a couple other Glen Karens. Up? I didn't have <laughs> no. not a mashup one. Keep rubbing it in. That's it his, actually that's his total wine one. Yeah, total wine. Probably that. He likes that total wine. Total wine doesn't have So Kenny, one. Kenny. Yeah. Uh, Anthony's a big fan of Total Wine. <laughs> he works there. He does. Backdoor Under manager. Cover, He's man. definitely backdoor of Total Wine. Back, back yeah, door. he is. Did I show you his picture of him working there? Mm-hmm. He has yeah. nice photos on Total Wine a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You see the t-shirt I have on right now, it's Total Wine. Kenny's got more pictures of me working at Total Wine than I, <laughs> yeah. than I have of me working it's at Total good. Wine. No, so I'm, 
I'm on vacation. I got my logo. It was a mythical Glencairn, actually, believe it or not, which is a pit group that both Kenny and I are in. Um, and they had Glencairns a while back, so I bought like three or four of them. And so I have my mythical Glencairn, and right before, it's like the whole vacation. We're there for six, seven days, and we're in the last two days, and I'm going, where is my Glencairn at? So I'm looking all around because I can't find it. And I usually leave it in like two places. It's either going to be sitting over by where the bar area is at or it's going to be sitting by the sink. So I can't find it. I'm asking everybody. Everyone's going, oh, no, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I don't know where it's at. I don't know where it's at. I'm like, okay, well, no big deal. We go to dinner in Myrtle Beach. We're on our way back. And while we're in, oh, while I'm in the middle of the story too, he's got to go show them. The- <laughs> he's out of the chair. He's, he's falling out of the chair. <laughs> So, so I messaged him for that. your story. Oh, I messaged him. He was on vacation. Beautiful family photo. Yeah. Mocked yeah. the kids. Beautiful family photo. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, great family photo. Like, oh, thanks, dude. So he didn't zoom in on it. So then when you zoom in, you see the logo of the wine shirt. Yeah. It's one of those mechanic shirts that Anthony <laughs> likes to wear. And, yeah. And uh, exactly. total wine is on the, on the breast. Right, right. Right. Sorry, no, continue. I deserve every amount of this that I'm getting. So when we're, we go out to eat we're in Myrtle Beach so you're going to get reward points with Total Wine soon <laughs> oh no I never get any reward oh, okay. you got a shot there to get reward points <laughs> I can work on that yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't you start using my phone number again yeah. <laughs> I use his phone I've used his phone number for a couple purchases nice. <laughs> it was awesome yeah especially the one what was that fresh bourbon that fresh. you got oh my god Why'd so you we do can't that? sell you this with your, <laughs> with your current membership status oh yeah yeah I no, I put his phone number in there. If, if I want the employee discount, I'm like, yeah, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> lies. These are all lies. You're blowing my cover over I here. saw that shirt. You just yeah. showed me. Yeah. Well, I don't even think anybody cares what happened to the glass anymore. <laughs> I think we do. Yes, but, we do. But I think what happened was um, at some point in time during the dishes that were being done, my sister-in-law accidentally knocked the Glen Karen off and it, and it broke. Okay, but, what? What song was she singing when she did that? <laughs> I don't think there's any song singing going on, no. but I, mean, it, I could I could only speculate, right? Can um, she leave a comment? Let us know. <laughs> well, <laughs> nobody. Geez, you got me going here. <laughs> nobody knew. I didn't know about it. So my dad, like, kind of casually tells me, he's like, "Yeah, he's like the glass got broken." And so I was like, "Was well, anybody going to tell me?" I'm asking everybody in the house where my glass is at. And then finally, my sister-in-law came up and said, "Like, I'm sorry, I broke your glass." And I was like okay, no problem. I'm like, it's fine. I'm like, it was a logo glass, but you know, I can get another one. It's not a big deal. And so you'd think that's where it ends. But just recently, like three days ago, you got a tombstone made for it. <laughs> no tombstone. Cast I'm it. sitting there. I, I go to pick up like food for my family, right? I'm going to feed the family. I'm trying to be like a proper person and feed my family. And my wife texts me and goes, you're going to be mad at me. I'm like, why? Well, you know that Glen Karen you had sitting uh, on the uh, drying rack over there? I'm like, yeah. She's like, a frying pan just fell on top of it and smashed. And I'm like, oh, no problem. I'm like, maybe because there was two Glen Karens. <sighs> that was that I had there, was a, there was a custom one that I had made by Mike, Sm- Mike Smith. No. Okay. Mike Smith here in town, right? He's a really good dude. He can make Glen Karens for people. So check out Mike Smith. If, if you want his contact, I'll hook you up with him. But he can make you a little Glen Karen. So he made me a Penn State one for where I got my Ph.D., and guess which, guess which Glen Karen was underneath the frying pan when I got home smashed into the drying rack. 
the Penn State one. Mm. So um, Mike said he's going to make me another one so I can get that replaced too. But like, I've just been going through loss of glassware like crazy lately. And I don't know, you guys, like, you ever lost any glassware that's meaningful to you like that? I yes. Mean, one of the three of us broke one of my glasses not too long ago. Uh, yeah, I knew that was coming up. Yeah. yeah. But, hey, I got excited one night. I was tasting <laughs> and I smashed the glasses together and I cracked one of your glasses. So I guess I'm the bad luck guy when it comes to glassware. Sorry about that, Kenny. I broke my own too. Is like, yeah, I've done that. It yeah. sucks. It really does suck. Yeah, because you're like kind of like you feel like you had an experience with the glass and then it's gone. You know. Yeah. yeah. The only glass experience that I've had is when they finish bottles. Oh yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you smash them on the pavement outside? <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. But, but speaking of glassware, though, one of my favorite glasses to drink out of are my stolen Banners glasses. So if Ron McGuffin's listening or anybody goes to Banners, man. Those, I love those little glasses they have. Oh, you take those from there? I've got a few. <laughs> but Ron said it was okay. It was okay. It's like it's advertising, you know. Yeah. If it's out of my house on my table, it's like advertising. It's okay. I've got some Buffalo Trace stuff. There we go. <laughs> so next time, if Steve and I are eating chicken wings over there at Banners, uh, we can just take some glasses if we want. I do not condone that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but nice. I would at least take one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just one. Just one. So, Kenny, we had no reviews this week. Oh. Man, breaking. Yeah. So if you would like this spot, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And next time I record, we will give you a shout out. Big shout out. Huge. Yes. Ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, we have America's bottle. America. 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 You're the UPC's an American flag. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's it really is. It's very American. It's the most American you can get. That's very. So for this week, we have a bottle of ammunition. Bourbon whiskey finished in a Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. A Sauvignon. Sauvignon. <laughs> I love it. All right. Yeah. So we got this uh, ammunition bourbon whiskey finished in cab barrels. And <laughs> I was going to say, my vocabulary is so bad. I just say cab. Yeah. Correct. I don't say Cabernet Sauvignon. I say cab. So this doesn't actually come to us from a distillery. This Why is actually not? a winemaker oh. out of Sonoma County, California, called Daylight Wine and Spirits. Hmm. And so this bottle is from 2021. Uh, the ABV is 45%, uh, 90 proof. This is a combination of two, three, and four-year-old barrels for the age. And it's finished for three months in wine barrels. Um, for the mash bill, this is actually a four grain mash bill, gentlemen. Four, um, yeah. So this is a sixty sixty percent corn, twenty five percent wheat, ten percent rye, and five percent malted barley. Wow. I actually think this. Uh, so this is sourced from MGP. Yep. Uh, it says it right on the back, distilled in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, which we all know what that means. But I think they may have actually, unless they're getting a custom mash bill actually made there, they may have probably combined. I'm guessing two of MGP's mash bills to get. Or maybe more to get that sort of thing. So it might not be a true four grain distilled. It might be a combination of mixing different distillate. Uh, the MSRP on this guy is fifty bucks, but some of the larger retailers that I've looked at, like like Total Wine, since you guys mentioned them earlier, they Kenny, seem to, you notice how he just keeps bringing they them up. Seem to have loves uh, them a little bit of lower price. Like I think I saw you think it for a polo, forty like bucks. A polo? <laughs> he, has, he has a retirement fund from there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So it's bottle. Yes, sir. The label is very woody. Yeah, it looks like a wood paneling. Yeah. Oh. It looks kind of nice. It actually feels like wood. It does. It's like got a nice feel to it. 
Um, I think it actually is wood. It's not wood. There's no feel wood. it. How do you stretch wood across the front Don't of feel a Stevens wood. Come on, man. I'm not feeling anybody's wood. <laughs> um, it's definitely a thick. It could be a thick label. Yeah, I don't think it's wood though. It I could just, just be a small, nice texture. I don't know. It exudes excellence. Maybe it's wood. It's ammunition. This is going to be the greatest thing of the uh, the greatest mystery of the mashup podcast is whether or not that's a wood label. It's wood grain, just like you know how the wood grain in the car is not really wood, but it's it's like plastic. I'm going to go on the record and say I think this is wood. Okay. <laughs> Didn't they on their website say it's their custom mash bill? They do say that on their website. They do say it's a custom mash bill. I looked on MGP's website and I don't remember seeing a four grain there. Yeah. So I think you might be onto something where they took a weeded MGP mash bill and some other MGP mash bill and just and mix them all mix together. Them together to make a quote unquote four grain. Yeah. Because I don't believe that does feel like I think it's a very there's thick grain label. to it. Yeah. Hmm. I think it might just be a. a the layer of it well while you guys are getting uh excited over that wood grain label i am going to say that i think the bottle itself is decently unique it kind of looks like what you would put a port wine in i think it's blandly unique yes bland that's right because it's not like it's a standout nothing but it's something with a little neck that kind of like gives a little something special that's because i rubbed the label oh there you go very nice (laughs) (laughs) that but one thing I will say is this bottle like exudes uh, freedom. We mentioned the American flag UPC. It it has an, a bald eagle on the front of it, and uh, I don't know with a name like ammunition. Like you know, that's very American, right? Right? Bullets. It's very just bullets. There's bullets. Yeah. So up on yeah. the on the neck it says produced in small batches with zero BS. Oh, Ooh, damn! Like that's, literally, that's a. Uh, it's pretty cutting right to the point, right? Hmm. So talking a little bit about this this uh, brand here, Daylight Wine and Spirits is the brainchild of Andy Wall, Bill Kerr, and winemaker Bobby Donnell. The winemaker, apparently, when you're on their website, like everybody else has a link to their Instagram profile. His says link to my carrier pigeon. What the hell is a carrier pigeon? Well, I clicked on it, and it was a GIF of, is it GIF or a GIF? I'm going to say GIF. Okay, GIF. That's what I would call it, but some people say GIF. But a GIF... That's peanut butter. Oh, it's peanut butter? Yeah. Oh, Anthony. (laughs) It's a pigeon that's walking around, and I don't quite get it. So I was expecting to see a... uh, You know, it's like, yeah, pigeon strutting. Mm -hmm. I was expecting to see, like, an actual Instagram page for a pigeon, but apparently not. No, it's a carrier pigeon, though. What message does that do? That has to do with his history and background in shipping. And, like... You know he's like the head head guy of like UPS, right? Who is that dude? It is. Yeah, I just watch a carrier pigeon like they deliver things. I had no idea. I'm teasing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me anything right now. And I'll just... I was like, damn, this guy. His research like, is really poor this really week, good, right? man. That's really good stuff. Yeah. So uh, now we can add a. <clears throat> Holy cow! I don't remember what I was talking about, but yeah. So these guys Think are about wine, winemakers who've been doing this for 10 to 12 years and now they're in the spirits business and um i think really all they do is they're sourcing the bourbon from mgp and then they're taking their used wine barrels and they're finishing the bourbon in their used wine barrels i've never ever had this uh-huh. i've never seen this until you guys brought it over uh-huh. but mgp finishing wine barrels i've got a lot of really good bull runs so that's the exact same thing out of oregon oh yeah that's right so yeah this could be good. Now, most of my bull runs, though, are 9 to 12 years, 13 years old. But, uh, I mean, you know, finishing MGP and wine 
this with this might surprise us. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, I think we should nose. Here we go. All right, get that nose ready. So I'm going to just go on a limb here and call this nose sweet and sour. I love a good combo number four. <laughs> there you go. Well, man, our steamed rice. What are you doing? I'm picking up notes of regret. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. Teasing. Teasing. I get the sweetness as well. I'm teasing. Yeah. But now I get the little you know, sour, sweet. too. Like you said, yeah. like vinegary. Yeah, so it's like a vinegar. Yes, absolutely. So a little sweet, but also vinegary both. And that kind of reminds me of the characteristic of, you know, I don't I don't drink a ton of wine, but I did have some phase with red wine. And sometimes when you have cabs, they can have that little acidity. I think yeah. that's the right way to put it. It's, it's an acidity to cabs that almost does have a little bit of vinegary kind of feel to it. Now, since this is a cab, we can kind of compare this to the um, Tommy Moe. Uh, cab finish that we tried. Oh yeah, that was a long time and ago. Now remember, now remember we I've never sw- had that. What is that? Thomas Moore. Thomas Moore. Remember when? Uh, Barton, oh okay. Now remember we swirled it. We actually yeah. picked up some of the red hues on the on the on the glass are and you, the light. Are you having a similar experience? Well, I'm not really seeing that here. I'm not either. But this is less finish time, isn't? Wasn't Thomas Man, Moore like two years? Point. It's a different price point too. Yeah, it's a different price, but wasn't wasn't Thomas Moore when they redid that with Barton? Wasn't that mm-hmm. like a year long finish? Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah, this is supposed to be three months. So, there, guys are saying, yeah. there, we definitely got a distinct wine taste out of it. Oh, I remember that. I remember liking that. I think we actually we could pick up the French bar- the French barrel out of it, right? Yeah, three yeah. months is not very long. I don't no, know if I'm not. getting any wine most out of, of this. Most of my bull runs are. Uh, six months to 17 months 13 months for most all of them that's like usually 13 months so that's that's wild it's three months okay we go ahead and taste let's do it all right i like this right to tasting hmm i think it grain forward yes definitely corn grain forward Mm. I, i will say this the grain that I typically hate in young MGP that I've so loathed in the, the course of the podcast is covered somewhat, but it's not covered. It still smacks a little bit to me like a young weeder. Like you taste that 25% of young weeders to me taste a little bit like a little stale. Um, and I hate to say that cause it's like almost like a bready staleness that comes in young weeders that, that I was like, they're not quite creamy yet. They haven't crossed over the threshold. They're just like a bready staleness to this that is like, okay, that's what I'm getting anyway. Expanding on your greens. I'm not getting any cab out of this. Yeah. I, I just mean, don't think a three months is long no, enough. I, I mean, agree with you at, totally. At most, I may be able to pick up a, a, a grape skin. Okay. But that's at most. It's okay. Well, There's so, a four grain. So. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the best way for me to describe it. So, you guys know your cabs. You, have you drank much wine, Kenny? Uh, I'm not a wine guy. I okay. tried um, a few little bit, but just not a wine guy. Okay. I'm picking up, the only place I'm picking up cab is in the finish, and it's not the best part of the cab. It's like it's the, like a semi-dry. Right. It's the yeah. dry it's tannic. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. It's the dry tannins that you would get in the cab, in the wine, um, and... It's interesting because it's covering some of the harshness of the bourbon, but it's like smoothing it out in a way that it's just smooth but not very flavorful. I think that's kind of where I'm I'm at with that. It's um, I think it's smooth, like smooth, like Elmer said. Yeah. So, you know what's interesting? Um, 
These guys said it took them four years of distilling, blending, and experimenting and arguing before they decided on this product that we're tasting tonight. And they oftentimes talk about how unique they want things to be, how world-class they want them to be. And actually, when they say about their bourbon and rye, they say you can smell it on the nose and see it with your eyes. So they have all these sort of slogans of excellence that accompany their product, which is great because from a marketing perspective, you pour your heart and soul into something and you want to you wanna also tell people what it delivers. But I'm not sure if it's delivering that. I'm trying to think of other wine-finished products that I've had, and um, this one's not right now to me anyway, standing out. What about other wine? You mentioned Tommy Moe, but like, and you mentioned Bull Run, but I guess if you guys wanted to expand further, what other kind of like... I just don't know if I've tried enough. I don't think I have bourbons in cab barrels, right. though. It's like very, I've had, it's very niche. Yeah, what's what's the ones that you normally have? Right, Sautern is very popular right now. Um, uh, I mean, but there's a pork casks. Um, this is Stevens, 100 percent right. I mean, this is it's three months in in wine barrels. There's no, there's not much cab there. I mean, you're not getting any of that. What you'd really think you'd want to get out of a wine finish? Yeah. No. I mean, it must take more time for that delicate grape. Yeah, probably get to kind of pierce through the the bourbon. Yeah, absolutely, and actually saturate it with flavor. So I guess maybe Barton was on it for such a long a long barreling of it. Well, you know, if you want to talk about that real quick, I think they really put a lot of thought process into that Thomas More brand, but I don't think it's really. I don't know that they've. I don't think that's sold as well as they thought it was going to sell. So here's well, the. It's very. It's very. It's very like like. A, special like reason to boil it out like, yeah. right you're not going to sip it every night right well, yeah according to what i've been told about the thomas more stuff okay yeah no i'd like to hear this because it's been a long time since we tried that 1792 right port finish mm-hmm. have you any you know, you i had not had that i got to try the very very last sip of a bottle which i don't know how long that bottle was open it so was, it was probably pretty muted back since it was, it was muted. The end of it. and um I mean, they're so they, they had that one release. They're so rare. They're like eight hundred bucks a bottle, you yeah. know, secondary because mm-hmm. they're so rare. From what I was told, they were going to come out with another seventeen ninety two port, and they did not turn out as good as they had hoped. Okay, and that's when they launched that Thomas More lineup of that. Oh. That was their attempt at doing another rendition of seventeen ninety two port. That once they tasted it, were like, Neep. didn't taste like the original, and yeah. then they come out with that other line. That's what uh, I was told, at least. So the whole line came from more or less um, experimental. Experimental. All just experimental, yeah. and they did not experiment very well. Yeah. And there it goes. Well, you know, I like the cab, right? I, th- I like that enough. Yeah, I think we like that one. But then I tried the port somewhere, yeah. and I was like, "This is not good." Because yeah. the other thing is, like, you're competing against all these other people that finish in port, which is mm-hmm. pretty common and popular in bourbon to finish in port. Angel's then, Envy. Yeah, Angel's Envy. Like, that's, that's our whole band of their brand, right? Like, High West has port finished stuff. Like, yeah. everybody has port finished stuff. And so it just um, it just didn't hit it for me. And then they also had Chardonnay. And yeah, they Chardonnay. Sherry and they have a new, a new three lineup. Yeah, there's a new one coming yeah. out. So no, they're sticking out. with it, even though it's, it's not. Out. Oh, it's already out? Yeah. So they're just stacking up your shelves in different places. But if you want wine finish from a big heritage brand, that's probably who's front and center right now. I mean, they all do wine finishes, but that's a that's one of the most visible. One of my better tasting wine finish ones for me is, is the Bull Run. I mean, it is American whiskey, so it's not you know it's just, I think it's more than ninety nine percent. But they're grabbing corn MGP, right? Right, but it's not like the bourbon traditional mash bill. It's the ninety nine percent corn mash, but 
for the money, man. If you can grab one at the eighty bucks, yeah, ninety bucks. I mean, they're they're ten to thirteen years old, fourteen mm-hmm. years old, and they're usually one ten to one thirty proof. So the uh, other extensions of the Thomas More um, brand was the uh, Cognac, the uh, Moderna. Is that what you Madeira. Ma- the Cognac. Moderna is the uh, vaccine. <laughs> Moderna. <laughs> it's on your brain. So it was the Cognac, the Madeira, and the the Merlot cast with the next three on there. Merlot. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds like it'd be interesting. And I love it. They all have their different proofs. Just like, oh, yeah. just like all 1792 products. Well, I will say this. When I'm thinking about wine finishes, I did have a uh, Starlight Huber because they're a winemaker, right? We've, mm-hmm. We reviewed them previously. They had a, a bourbon finished in, I think it's Sauternes barrels, and those were that was that was dynamite. And that, I think I think that's a white, fruity, lighter wine, and so maybe there's something to finishing bourbon and uh, and white wine barrels. Um, so sounds good to me. Yeah, you wouldn't think it would like stand up for some reason in my head. Yeah, I don't know, but who never knows? I don't. I, don't, I wish I was. I knew more about that stuff, but I don't know. So, so fellows, would you pass, try, or buy on the ammunition bourbon whiskey? Finished in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. Sauvignon. Um, do you want me to go first on this one? Yes. Okay. So here's where I'm at on this. I'm a try pass. And the reason why I'm a try pass and I'm giving them the try is because I have tasted a lot of younger MGP and been offended by it. Let's just say it. I'm not really offended by anything here, but I'm not really wild by anything either. It just doesn't really... It's not like it's a, I don't know how to explain it. When I talk about that stale bready note, that's the grain. Okay, fine. But it's covered up by the wine finish, but the wine finish isn't that strong. But again, for what? For $40? 50. Um, 50, well, 50 or $40 where you're at. Okay. How did you get this bottle again, Steven? I got this for a birthday present. For a birthday present? Okay. So for a birthday present, I mean, I'm not super offended. So I'm a... I'm giving them the the try minus because you know there's other better wine finished stuff out there on the market, but this wasn't this didn't upset me. Uh, I guess I would be a pass on this. I know we're talking two different price points between this and the cab and the and the Tommy, Thomas More. Yeah, but I mean it's telling me it's it's got cab in it. I don't taste any cab. I got you. So right off the bat, it fails. Okay. So I'm just gonna be a pass on it. I got you. Hmm. <sighs> oh, Kenny's got he just. He's waiting to uh, right. exhale the ethanol over there. So I just, um, after tasting it, I was a pass as well. Um, but I just did a little something. I got up from the table, went and poured me a very fancy looking bottle that has a fancy topper with uh, eight I, potential different letters on it. I think, oh. I think it's I think it spells tater. tater. I think it's so. <laughs> tater. 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 So <laughs> I am a pass personally. Okay. I don't get much of the cab. I, I don't like lower proof in general. This tastes more watered down to me. But I did just sip some of that uh, eight-letter horsey on top nay, bottle. Nay. And um, I would 100% prefer to drink this over that. So really? I am a pass personally. Yeah. But if, yeah, if our listeners are, they enjoy lower proof. Yep. If for some reason they really do like Blanton, then I would give this uh, definitely a try for sure, uh, if not a buy. I mean, if, if they would buy a Blanton, then I would buy this. Yeah. Really? No, I see where you're coming from. Dude, let me pour you my – this over to you. Uh-oh. Oh, try that. There you go. 
Yeah, try Whatever. that. Are we persecuting Blanton's at the table now? I'm just saying. All right, so tie that and then take a nip of that. And which one is more flavorful? So which one has more flavor to it? Oh, yeah. It's like uh, drinking uh, the water versus drinking the... Uh... As far as flavor. And one is easily attainable for 40 to 50 bucks. One is attainable for 70 bucks if you get 60 bucks if you get lucky and 100 bucks if you don't. They taste identical. Oh, that's that's Ooh, what I'm saying. So that? if, you would, if you would buy a Blanton to physically drink it, then I would recommend our listeners buy on this. Yeah. I may pass on it. Wow. But I think that's so, why I felt the way I did about the the tri pass because it just uh it it did not disappoint in the ways that I thought it would. Yeah. You know, we've had a number of, you know, sell me a story 150 ways different sideways and yeah. they, they did a decent job with this, you know. But if I think it's like Stephen's point, man, if I don't taste much Cab or wine, why don't if they'd finish it for nine months, right? You get more of that sweet and sweetness mm-hmm. maybe on it like that. I don't know. So if you're listening, um, ammunition. Hold on a second here. So if you put this on an ice ball. I bet that would actually be good in a mixed drink potentially. Yeah. You know, it's still a high price bourbon for mixed drink. Though. That's true though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the moral of the story here is if Daylight Wine and Spirits is listing out there in California, you guys need to extend your your finishing process because we want more of what we're tasting. Um, I think that's where it's at, right? Or just bottle it in a glow bottle. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bottle in a glow bottle, put a letter on top, and boom. Yeah. And put the bear for the Republic of California instead of the horse, right? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, thanks for listening to this week's edition. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Mashable Can Also, listen to your thoughts on this bottle in the comment section. Until next time, keep it neat.